Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I thought a tweet put it right into focus correctly. One, Justin Cooper, that's right, producer of this very program. He tweeted, I predict Ben Maller calls out sick tonight so he doesn't have to come up with a spin for the Lakers W. And here I am. Here I am. I like the tweet. I thought it was funny. I know it's... It's actually a coincidence, you know, Ben didn't call out sick. I know it's the running joke, <laughs> but little purple and gold love here. Believe it or not, yes, on the Ben Maller Show, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the Lakers, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, look, I think that you got to capture game one while being completely aware that it is just game one. You know what I mean? So I think there's there's this balancing act of not blowing it out of proportion with the Lakers beating the Memphis Grizzlies in game one, but also giving it its just due. And so it, it isn't the easiest balancing act to do. Let's start with this. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis hurt his shoulder before halftime. 
That's right. Austin Reeves, who was spectacular for the Lakers, especially down the stretch. He missed a close shot before halftime. Here comes Anthony Davis. He flies in to get the rebound, and he gets tangled up with Jaron Jackson Jr. And then he is seen mouthing the words, I can't move my arm. (laughs) And Anthony Davis goes to the locker room right before halftime. He's got a right arm injury. And the only reason I'm laughing is because most everybody had the same reaction. Here we go again. Here we go again. Something else with Anthony Davis, the walking medicine cabinet, and he's going to be hurt, and the Lakers are doomed. At halftime on ABC, Stephen A. Smith was talking about it. You know, just, oh, here we go again, that sort of thing. We all felt the same way. And yet, like Lazarus, Back from the dead, here comes Anthony Davis to begin the second half, and he played great. He played great down the stretch. Key contributor. Now, this is where I feel like I need a disclaimer right here because of a comparison I'm going to make. You might think I'm a crazy person, but you got to listen to me. And you also, it might be a, a shock type situation over here because you're used to hearing Big Ben. (laughs) He is uh, not exactly, um, oh, I don't know, giving when it comes to Laker love here. But Anthony Davis, he reminded me of Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Now, I told you it, it involved a disclaimer here. I'm not comparing the stages, okay? It would be absurd to compare the stage of the Super Bowl to the stage of Game 1 of the first round NBA playoffs. okay, I'm not comparing the stage. That would be ridiculous. What I am comparing is the feeling heading into halftime. Okay, that's the comparison. Because you go back to the Super Bowl when Mahomes, he's down by 10 points against the Eagles, And he got banged up, had an ankle injury that he was nursing for weeks before the Super Bowl. He gets hit right before halftime. He's limping like crazy to the locker room. And you're thinking, are the Chiefs done? Is it over? And then here comes Mahomes. He balls out like crazy in the second half. Chiefs win. The rest is history. It was a similar feeling with Anthony Davis. You can't tell me that it's different. It's a carbon copy, and especially with Anthony Davis being banged up on the regular just over and over and over again. So the feeling of Anthony Davis going into halftime saying, I can't move my arm. A lot of us were thinking he might not be back in this series. That that might be the Lakers season right there. And then he came back and played great. So I will. I will compare it to Patrick Mahomes The feeling heading into halftime when he was banged up with his ankle was a similar feeling with Anthony Davis being banged up with the shoulder, and he came back, and he was fine. He was fine. Turn of events right there for sure. Then we also get this. The uh, Austin Reeves-Rui Hachimura combo. That's right. They combined for 52 points. And to top it off, For any Laker hater out there, oh my gosh, this is just not the day for you. This is not the day because Austin Reeves was mic'd up. He went on a scoring surge down the stretch. Crunch time, he had nine straight points for the Lakers. And the mic'd up footage, it's beautiful if you root for the Lakers. It's sickening if you pull against the Lakers. If you you root against the purple and gold, this is not the audio you want to hear. Austin Reeves, after a clutch bucket... Feeling himself. (laughs) Oh, 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 and this. Austin Reeves. Yes. Yelling, I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. (laughs) Oh, that is just beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful theater, right? It really is. Now, to take it a step further, just when you think it can't get any better or more over the top, Here comes LeBron James, okay? We need a good LeBron fib to sort of put the cherry on top here, right? So LeBron was asked a question about Austin Reeves following the win 
Uh, here's that back and forth. LeBron, for someone like you who's been a part of countless playoff games, what was it like for you countless. Just to watch someone like Austin in his first career playoff game do what he did? And then for you as a leader, just you know, kind of run me through what the conversations have been like with Austin uh, leading up well, to this. Well, it's not surprising to me. Um, I knew from the first practice that we had when we grabbed him that <laughs> the first practice. it wasn't going to be long. Um, he wasn't going to be a two-way player for long. Um, but then a couple of weeks went by. I knew he was going to get a guaranteed contract at some point. I just, I just know I've been around the game long enough to know great basketball IQ players. And I know the type of players that fit with my game. And, um, and I knew Austin would be that right away. Knew it right away. Knew it right away. From Jump Street, first practice, I could tell this kid had something special. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm a football player. Yeah, I, it's, it's a little far-fetched. It's been a, a running joke on social media how LeBron has this tendency to, uh, oh, I don't know, how how should I put this? Lie. Lie through his teeth, you know? And so yeah, he's not, not a stranger to hyperbole. And uh, But he saw, he saw this in practice numero uno that Austin Reeves was going to be a gamer. High basketball IQ, and he could see it with Austin Reeves. Now, that's not the end of his answer right there. A little love for Frank Vogel. How about this? Not, Laker Nation, not a whole lot of love for Frank Vogel, but uh, LeBron gives Frank some flowers and then, and then himself the rest of the bouquet. I got to give a lot of credit to Coach Vogel on just – throwing him into the fire and let him learn on the fly and, and, and let, allowing him to make mistakes and allowing him just to play through a lot of stuff. Um, you know, so, uh, but I knew the, the type of player that we was able to get, um, you know, in Austin. So it's not surprising what he's, what he was doing tonight. Um, maybe to some of you guys who don't watch him as much or don't cover him as much, but for me, it's not. Yeah. Um, that part I will agree with LeBron. It's not like Austin Reeves has just been a five-point-a-night guy and then just erupted out of nowhere. He's been doing this for a while, so that last part I will agree. I do find it far-fetched. Practice one, and you saw that. Oh, okay, I find that hard to believe. Now, the other part of this series, Ja Morant is injured, so he didn't finish the game. He missed about the last six minutes. He drove in, and Anthony Davis, of all players, who is often injured, he steps in, he draws the charge, okay? He takes the contact from John Morant. John Morant braces his fall and hurts his wrist. So the x-rays came back negative. He's going to undergo more tests, but his game to availability, it is, quote, in jeopardy, according to Ja. And he says his pain level right now is at a 10. His pain level is at a 10. Not good news for the Grizzlies, who are already banged up. The Grizzlies are missing Brandon Clark. They're missing Steven Adams. And now John Morant is iffy for game two and beyond. And the thing about this is John Morant, the guy is banged up a lot. I find it just so interesting that Anthony Davis, who is just, I mean, he's basically vilified for all the injuries that he sustains. And yet he took the charge from John ja Morant, and Morant comes up injured. And we don't talk about Ja the same way. We don't talk about Ja getting banged up against the uh, Warriors last season. And having that uh, that knee issue, and it, it didn't look like much of anything, right? It was that bone bruise, and there was that controversy of Jordan Poole. He kind of like pulled his knee, and was was that what did it, and all that type of stuff. But it didn't take much for Ja to be injured and to be out. Ja's been banged up quite a bit. Now his style of play, I, I think that he's like the Lamar Jackson of the NBA. I mean, really. Both have found ways to be successful. They play a certain style, and you can see how it benefits their teams, but you can also see how it hurts their teams at the same time. Lamar Jackson takes a lot of chances. Extend running. 
linebackers and strong safeties, and it takes its toll. It's very similar with John Morant. John Morant, he can jump very high like he did on the drive against Anthony Davis, and then when he comes crashing down to the floor, it might go badly. And so you see this routinely from John Morant. He plays a style that is not built to last. That's what Lamar Jackson does. And those guys are both incredibly entertaining. And they absolutely are strengths for their teams in ways. But they also are weaknesses in other ways because they have a hard time remaining upright. And it feels like to some that it's just, oh, you're hating on these guys. You just don't like them. No, that's not it at all. No. I enjoy both of those players. They're highly entertaining. But to just conveniently leave out of the equation, oh, they might be hurt at the worst possible time. Like That's just crazy to me. Lamar missed the last, what, the last two seasons he's missed 10 games, just in the regular season and then the playoff game this past postseason. He's missed 11 games, including the playoffs, the last two years. Like two seasons ago, the Ravens are 8-3. and three. Lamar goes down. They lost out. They finished below 500 at 8-9. and nine. They lost every game down the stretch. And then this past season, same story. He's injured toward the end of the regular season. They lose a bunch of games. He's not there for the playoff game. They lose to the Bengals. He's not there when it matters most. That's been the story the last two years. And I hope that's not the case with John Morant here. But the way he fell to the floor and sort of rolled his wrist, I, I, don't, I, I hope that's not something that prevents him from playing anymore in this series. But I'm just telling you, these injuries just don't fall from the heavens. And it's, oh, you shrug your shoulders. Ah, it's just kind of unfortunate. Well, there's a reason why it keeps happening. It's not coincidental. So although those guys are studs when they're upright, when they're not upright, they can absolutely screw the team. Your comments more than welcome, 877-99 on Fox. Here's your phone number, 877-996-6369. Plenty to do tonight. Very fired up. Got a decent amount of hoops thoughts here. We got to get to, who do you love? If you're looking at the West and you're like, oh, gosh, this soliloquy about the Lakers is nauseating. When does Ben Maller get back here? You know, I'm not high on the Lakers train over here in terms of them making big noise in the Western Conference. But who do you love? If it's not the Lakers, who's the team that you believe the most in? And we'll dive into that right around the corner. Plenty of football talk on the way. You can hit me up on Twitter, at The No Show is where you can find me. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrating the talent of the nocturnal listener. Little taste. It won't be denied. <laughs> One man pledged his allegiance wrong. One man disguised as me. One man lives on a plunger farm. Calling all Maller Militia foot soldiers. We need your helping hand to gain new recruits by posting and tagging Maller Show-related content on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all social networks. You are the special ingredient needed to influence others to join our mysterious nocturnal platoon known as the Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. Thank you, Eddie. So, um, did you catch the, uh, the news... Of Arch Manning, yeah, star recruit not of the be Texas the Longhorns. Yeah, yeah not going to be the starter. The uh, the spring game, the orange-white spring game, he was 5 for 13 for 30 yards. And uh, listen, man, it's going to be a process, you know? Can't expect a finished product in the first-ever spring game there. But, yeah, right after that, the head coach, Eddie, Steve Sarkeesian, he said, I think it's pretty clear to say that Quinn's our starting quarterback, and we feel very good about that. That's <laughs> what he said right after the spring game. So it's going to be Quinn Ewers again. He's a sophomore quarterback over there at Texas, as Arch Manning will uh, 
hold the clipboard to start his career. But it's an interesting nugget. So no number one overall quarterback recruit has started a week one game since UCLA's Josh Rosen in 2015. So it's not going to be Arch Manning right away. But man, you talk about the magnifying glass. Every little move, every pass he throws, everything. It's not easy, man. It's not going to be easy. So, got some uh, got some work to do. It's a whole nother level over here in college football. So, it's going to take a little bit of time. The question remains, though, when will he start? When huh. is he going to get a crack at it? The question for me is, when does he hit the transfer portal? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if, uh, if Quinn Ewers keeps that job, and uh, at some point, yeah, he would be hitting the portal right there. We are in the portal window right now, Eddie. I can't keep all this straight, but it's the the second phase of the portal, and it's open for 15 days, so we're getting a little bit of movement right now. But uh, I think that he's safe for right now. But you're right. If he's holding a clipboard all season long and projects to be the backup again, yeah. Yeah, you could see that. Would you sign up for uh, Arch Manning at Fresno State there, Eddie? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take take Arch Manning at Notre Dame in a second yeah and they've got their own uh, quarterback battle over there at Notre Dame where the head coach um, he said that Marcus Freeman he said that uh, there's a battle between uh, Sam Hartman he's the transfer from Wake Forest and Tyler Buckner and uh, I, I don't know I think some coaches just want the competition for a while Sam Hartman threw 110 touchdown passes at Wake Forest. It's an ACC record. He's going to be the starting quarterback. It's not going to be this Tyler Buckner guy, but I always get a kick out of when coaches are like, I don't know, this competition is really hot and heavy over here. It could go way into the fall, so we'll just have to see. They're duking it out right now. Now, there's another football story that caught my attention. I find this pretty interesting. So, DeAndre Hopkins, stud wide receiver with the Arizona Cardinals, he has requested a trade. Wants to be traded, so he appeared on the All Things Covered podcast. So Bryant McFadden, he's a former NFL cornerback. So he's interviewing DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically says, hey, I know you can't just come right out and say which teams you want to play for, which teams you don't want to play for, but how about we just do facial expressions over here, okay? And we'll just try to gather if you're up for this team, if you're not up for this team. So I threw a couple of names out there, and the first name was the Patriots. And DeAndre Hopkins just looked the other way, disinterested, like uh, not really feeling that. And it's like, okay, all right, not feeling the Patriots. Now he was interested in, not shockingly, joining the Bills or the Chiefs. Makes a lot of sense, right? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I could see why a receiver would want to team up with those guys. Now, the interesting part is this. DeAndre Hopkins, stud-wide receiver, currently with the Cardinals, has requested a trade, wants to go elsewhere. The name New York Jets was brought up, and DeAndre Hopkins turned the other way. He looked the other way disinterested. Not feeling the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Now, put to the side, he wants to be traded, and there's, you know, like, a cap hit, and there are certain teams that just wouldn't work. Like, put that to the side just for a second. This isn't about the team and how much cap space they have. This is about DeAndre Hopkins, just whether or not he's interested in this team fill in the blank, right? And so when he was asked about the Jets, he all but rolled his eyes like, yeah, no thanks. And I found that really interesting where it seems like it's just a matter of time until Aaron Rodgers is a member of the Jets. You got to work out the details and what the compensation is, but it seems inevitable. I just cannot see this deal going totally sideways. The Jets are desperate. They don't have a backup plan. They're not going to roll with Zach Wilson this year. You know, for a second, he's been so bad. I forgot his last name. Zach, is it, it's not, no, it's not Martin. It's, it's Wilson. It's Wilson. Like, I forgot his name for a second. That's He hasn't done anything. That's not going to be their guy. 
It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. You have the GM Joe Douglas at a WFAN event. He's on stage with the sports radio station, and Boomer Esiason's like, when are we going to get Aaron Rodgers? And he's like, he's going to be here. Like, Even the GM is doing public events and stating that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a member of the team. It's just a matter of time. So I found that to be interesting, where DeAndre Hopkins basically rolled his eyes at being a member of the Jets. And look, it could be beyond just 2023. He might look at, hey, if I team up with Mahomes, this could be for the next three, four, five years. Same thing with Josh Allen. Those guys aren't going anywhere. With Aaron Rodgers, he might be there for one year, maybe two years. So he might look at it like that. But I did find the eye roll pretty interesting. You can't do follow-up questions when it's nonverbal, right? Like, you can't. So why not the Jets? What? No? But yeah, uh, thumbs down on the Jets and the Patriots, according to DeAndre Hopkins. So stay tuned for the latest on that. He also tweeted out, um, he's been uh, paying attention to what the uh, the insiders are putting out there. And he just wrote, Hopkins doesn't want a raise. And then he just put Nuke. So that's his nickname. So he's basically saying his source is himself. And he does not want a raise. So that had been reported. And he is disputing those reports. So there you go. But, uh, you know, uh, one last little nugget on this. I-, I will say, if you look at Mac Jones, the Patriots quarterback, I know we're all down on the guy, you know, but if you stop and think about this just for a second, this isn't only to play devil's advocate. I, I really believe this. If you look at Mac Jones, had a down year last season, but he had the best season of any rookie quarterback two years ago, by far. Better than Trevor Lawrence, better than Justin Fields, better than everybody. And he just missed out on Offensive Rookie of the Year by a whisker. Jamar Chase edged him, the Bengals wide receiver. So almost the Offensive Rookie of the Year, best rookie season by any quarterback. Then you got to last season. Not nearly as good, but think about this. Who is he throwing to? Not exactly a who's who, and who was calling the plays? Oh, that's right, a former defensive coordinator for the Patriots and Matt Patricia. It's a total joke. So I'm not telling you Mac Jones is the next Josh Allen because they have different styles. Mac Jones, he's basically the iron deer back there, not half the athlete that Josh Allen is. He doesn't give you that extra you know, dimension with his legs. He's not a running quarterback. He's not a guy that's buying time or anything like that. So I'm not telling you he's going to be Josh Allen, but just think about this for a second. You had Josh Allen off to a rough start his first two years, and he didn't have great weapons to throw to. But year three, boom, Stephon Diggs made a big difference. And Josh Allen, he worked hard. He cleaned up a lot of things, worked on his... Footwork a lot. His accuracy was way better in year three compared to his first two years. He made a seismic leap, and he's been a star quarterback ever since. I know we're down on Mac Jones, and I'm not telling you he's destined to be a star. But before you say, this dude sucks, he's the worst, like ask yourself, who's calling the plays, a defensive coordinator, and who are his weapons? The law firm of Jacoby and Myers, like Nelson Aguilar. This is not a legitimate supporting cast. Look at what Tua has with the Dolphins. He's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. You compare that to Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar, it's night and day. Look at what Josh Allen has with the Bills. Look at what Burrow has with the Bengals. There aren't many quarterbacks that are making it happen with Lackluster supporting casts. Mahomes is one of the only guys that's really putting up numbers without a who's who supporting cast. He's doing his thing because he's Mahomes and he's phenomenal. But with Mac Jones, you give him DeAndre Hopkins, he's putting up better numbers. 
You give Mac Jones the equivalent of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, he's putting up better numbers. So hopefully it's a little nuanced, but you guys are smart enough. I'm not telling you he's awesome and he's destined for stardom. I'm telling you the supporting cast matters. And when he doesn't have one in New England, that makes a difference. It makes an impact. So I would love to see him with a receiver as talented as DeAndre Hopkins. No, Mac Jones is not Josh Allen or Mahomes or Burrow. He's not those guys, but he could be a legitimate second-tier starter. And I think most of us just close the book on that even being a possibility. I'm not one of those people. I still have the door cracked on, you give him a legitimate top-flight supporting cast, yeah, his numbers are going to be decisively better. That guy is a rookie. Had 22 touchdown passes, 13 picks. Passer rating was 92.5. As a rookie without great weapons to throw to, that's what he did. So I don't believe that it's just, it's a wrap. This dude can't be salvaged whatsoever. So you got you to upgrade the talent around him, though. No doubt about that. Hey, we don't have to upgrade the talent around us because Eddie Garcia is with us this evening. He is uber talented, I should say. And he's got an update for us. Eddie Garcia, what is going on, sir? Well, how about a little NBA playoff action? We had four first-round series openers, and it was a big night for the road teams. We'll start with the Heat winning in Milwaukee over the Bucks, 130-117. to Miami, the eighth seed, knocking off the one seed in the East. Jimmy Butler, 35 points in that series opening victory. Now, Milwaukee did not have their big star Giannis Antetokounmpo for the entire second half. He got injured in the first quarter, went up, landed on his back, left the game, came back in the second, left again, and then didn't return. Though x-rays were negative, so maybe a positive sign for him for the rest of the series. Not the case, though, for Miami's Tyler Hero. Suffered a broken hand, and he's expected to be out the rest of the series, if not longer. Lakers beat the Grizzlies in Memphis, 128-112. to L.A. going on a 15-0 run late to close it out. They had four different players score 20 or more points. First time they've done that in a playoff game since the late 80s. Rui Hachimura led him with 29 points. Remember, Memphis had the best home record during the regular season, 35 Five and six, but they lose their playoff home opener. John Morant, another injury, left with a hand injury in the fourth quarter. Didn't return. X-rays were negative, but afterwards he did not sound optimistic he'd be playing in the next game. We'll see. Clippers over the Suns in Phoenix, 115-110. to No Paul George for L.A., but Kawhi Leonard had a big game with 38 points. For Phoenix, that's their first loss with Kevin Durant in the lineup. He led him with 27 points. The Nuggets were the one home team that won, and they won convincingly over the Timberwolves, 109-80. to Denver top team in the West, led by Joel Murray's 24 points. Nikola Jokic, 13 points, 14 rebounds in that win. Some baseball games of note. We had the Yankees shutting out the Twins 2-0. New York's Garrett Cole, complete game two. It shut out, struck out 10. He's 4-0 now on the season. Brewers blanked the Padres 1-0. Milwaukee's off to an 11-5 start. Wade Miley and two relievers combining in the shutout win. Rays avoid being swept in Toronto with an 8-1 win. They started the season 13-0, then dropped two straight. Now they get the win to improve to 14 and two. Two, still the best record in baseball. Braves over the Royals 5-4. Atlanta gets the three-game series sweep, improving to 12-4 on the season. Diamondbacks blank the Marlins 5-0. Zach Gallen and two relievers combining on the four-hit shutout for Arizona. Mariners wrap up a sweep of the Rockies with a 1-0 win. And Colorado's dropped five in a row. Mets over the A's 4-3 in 10. New York gets the three-game series sweep of Oakland. Pete Alonso hit his major leading eighth home run of the season. Cubs down the Dodgers 3-2. Cody Bellinger a homer against his old team in that one. Phillies route the Reds 14-3. Philadelphia scoring nine runs in the first inning. And the Cardinals walk off with a 5-4 win over the Pirates in 10 innings. Now back to Brian No on the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate it, man. Brian No in for Big Ben Maller here. And, uh, yeah, wow, how about the NBA playoffs, man? Just saw a stat. I didn't even realize this. The Bucks from three-point range, they shot 11 for 45 in game one uh, against uh, Miami. Miami got the win. Giannis had a back contusion, missed most of the game. But from distance, the Bucks they missed a franchise-high 34 three-pointers. It's amazing to me. I realize that the three-point shot, teams just keep chucking them up. But, uh, man, sometimes it's just not your night. You know what I mean? I I don't know why you keep firing from long distance. And it's not like, you look at the end of the third quarter, Miami cut it, I think it was 94-88. to And then um, you had Miami just go on a run at the end of the third quarter. They went on an 8-0 run. 
But this was not just, you're down by 20, you just have no other chance but to just dial up long-distance threes. And it's just sometimes it's not your night. I realize you want to get a bunch of threes in the air, that's fine. But when you're ice cold, I just don't, I don't understand why you keep chucking them up from distance. You know, go inside from time to time. Get a couple of bunnies, get in the paint. It's just like some of these teams, they don't have a plan B. I don't get it. If you're just shrugging your shoulders and like, yeah, we suck from three, so I guess what? We lose? There should be a plan B right there. I also think this, the game one overreactions, I mean, look, there are a lot of fan bases guilty. Lakers Nation, guilty, you know? Um, You got the, uh, the Clippers fans, they're guilty, right? Most of these fans that won game one, the Kings fans, goodness, guilty. Guilty is charged with, you know, Light the beam. We did it. We had to do it. We did it. Like You won game one. Think about it this way. These could be seven-game series. So game one wouldn't even be a quarter of the way there to a seven-game series, even a six-game series. You're not even a quarter of the way there to a six- or seven-game series. So think about that if it were a game instead. We're not even done with the first quarter of a game. Would you ever watch the first quarter of a game? It's not completed yet. One team has a lead. Would you just be like, it's over? It's it's over already. (laughs) Really? Very rarely, especially in the NBA, where crazy runs happen, crazy comebacks happen. I mean, you, you wouldn't say that routinely, but... After game one, whoever wins, whoever loses, could be doom and gloom or we're doing it. It's over. It's a wrap. Clippers got this. Suns are going down. We're not even completed. We haven't even completed, if it's a game, the first quarter of the game. So I would just keep that in mind. There's a long way to go in these series, man. Long way to go. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Feel free to check in. Love being interactive over here when I'm filling in for Big Ben. 877-99 on Fox is the number. 877-996-6369. You got some hoops on your mind? Great. You got some ball on your mind? Love talking football. You got something completely off the wall on your mind? Fine. Lay it on us. Uh, someone was taking me to task that I dislike Iron Maiden on Twitter. That's that's fine. No problem. We can talk Maiden also. <laughs> Whatever you want to get into, feel free. Coming up next, I got an alert today. You ever get these alerts on your phone? I got an alert today that made me like squint my eyes and read very carefully if I was indeed seeing what I saw within this alert. I'll share that with you around the corner. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a lot of fun, but it is not built to last. Details on that right around the corner. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I uh, I laughed at a tweet from Justin Cooper, producer of this very program, earlier tonight where he wrote, I predict Ben Maller calls out sick tonight so he doesn't have to come up with a spin for this Lakers W. Well, Twist of fate, the Clippers won also. So this is not some uh, conspiracy over here. Ben just had the night off. So I'm in for Big Ben. Let's have some fun over here. Feel free to hit us up. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Also at the No Show on Twitter is where you can reach me. But get on in here. Don't be bashful. So uh, we start with, let's say, Coop's Lakers. Weave our way to Ben's Clippers and stop at John Morant Boulevard in between. So the Clippers, they ended up losing to the Phoenix Suns in game one. Kawhi Leonard just had a game. I'll say this. This was really interesting. I give Kenny Smith credit for this. He mentioned at some point during Sunday night where he said there's a real argument that this current Clippers team, even with Paul George being hurt, is better than the Raptors championship team. And you stop you stop and think about that and you're like, man, there is something to that. This is a deep Clippers team, even without Paul George. And uh, you could make a significant argument that they are more talented. You know, the Raptors team, they had Kyle Lowry, you know, you had Siakam, you had players, don't get me wrong, but this team might be as talented, if not more. So I thought it was an interesting way to look at it. So the Clippers win game one. I don't think the heavens are falling. Kawhi went ballistic, 38 points. You didn't have a good game from a couple of dudes. Devin Booker was just ordinary. Chris Paul didn't do much of anything. I, I just don't think those guys are going to be ordinary for a, in, an entire series. And mixed with the news that Paul George is expected to miss the entire series... I think the Suns come back. Uh, I'm not, you know, doom and gloom here today after one game. I don't like seeing a home team drop game one on their own floor, but uh, I, I don't think the heavens are falling just yet. Now, the Lakers game, 
The Lakers get a win against the Grizzlies in the 2-7 matchup. Now, what stands out about this game, and it's different than the Phoenix Clippers series, it's the injury issues. So the Grizzlies already had Brandon Clark out, Steven Adams out. Now, John Morant is banged up. This was actually um, the play-by-play that we'll get to John Morant's comments in just a minute. But the play-by-play of the injury, kind of interesting. That's how it sounded on ABC. Offensive foul. Anthony Davis steps in and draws the charge. He's doing everything defensively. And that's three on Morant. Morant's shaking up. Grabbing that right hand. Oh, he's he's hurting. Yeah, he's, he's running back to the locker room. Yeah, when you're that high and you brace it, that is nasty. Yeah, just an obvious pain, ran to the locker room, missed about the final six minutes of the game. When he went down, Grizzlies were trailing by four, and obviously a huge, huge injury. That changes the complexion of the series. Josh says the pain level is incredibly high right now. He's in jeopardy, might miss game two. Now, this is the thing. I would compare John Morant to... Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson from this standpoint is that they put a lot of stress on their opponents because they're incredibly talented players. Their style puts a lot of stress on the opposing defense. John Morant attacks the rim. He is athleticism defined. He is a high flyer. But he also puts stress on his team because he plays a style that's makes him prone to injury. That's what it is with Lamar Jackson also. Lamar Jackson does some things on the football field that hardly anybody else in the NFL playing the same position can do. They might be able to run. They might be able to pick up yards with their legs, but they don't do it the same way. It just doesn't look the same the way Lamar does it. And that is a benefit to the Ravens. It also is an Achilles heel to the Ravens as well because stylistically, he plays in a way where it's just not built to last. That's the bottom line with both guys. John Morant plays a style that's fun, it's entertaining, it is successful, but it's not built to last. It's the same thing with Lamar Jackson. It's fun, it's entertaining, it's successful, but it's not built to last. And that's the problem. You just can't conveniently gloss over when these guys are banged up at the most important time of the season. That can't just be a shrug your shoulders like, yeah, you know, injuries happen. It could happen on every play. It's like, well, not really. (laughs) I mean, if you play a certain style, you're at risk to be injured more frequently. And not coincidentally, John Morant and Lamar Jackson have been injured more frequently. So I think they are very comparable. And that's just what it is. There's no agenda here. Of course I would root for them to be healthy and to be out there. I'm highly entertained by both of them. But I'm not going to be swayed just by my entertainment value and gloss over injuries at the worst possible time. Like, there's something about being injury-prone that matters. It's funny, like, we hear all these things. You can't help the club from the tub. Or your best ability is availability. But then we get to highlight real athletes like John Morant and Lamar Jackson, and somehow we're just swayed into forgetting about all of that. Forget about you can't help the club from the tub. That Somehow it doesn't apply to John Morant and Lamar Jackson because, good Lord, did you see Lamar's highlight in week five? It was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like It still matters. And it isn't hating on either of them if you say they play a style that isn't built to last over the long haul and you're in jeopardy of missing your star player when it matters most. So that... It absolutely matters. I'm Brian, though, in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's hear from John Morant. This is what he said after the game on his pain level. Check this out. Obviously, you you can't use your right hand to even get dressed. So is it about a 10? 
Yeah. Can you grip anything right now with that hand? I haven't been using it, so. Yeah. So at a 10 right now, not good as far as his pain level. There was another report that he couldn't unfold a pair of folded socks. Like his hand was jacked up that much. Think about, you know, like undoing your folded socks. He, he was having problems with that. Not good. Not good whatsoever. Another thought from Ja Morant following the game one loss to the Lakers. Tough, man. Especially, you know, with everything I've been through um, pretty much, you know, this season. You know, my main focus was to, you know, be out there for my guys. Another, you know, um, incident where, you know, that's pretty much in, you know, jeopardy. I mean, yeah, it sucks. Injuries suck. The only thing is he put himself through a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? The gun at the club and the suspension. He put himself through that. I can understand if it's an injury here and now with the wrist against the Lakers. and Yeah, that absolutely sucks. I totally hear him on that. But this thought of, you know, all the stuff that I've been through. You mean the stuff that you put yourself through? <laughs> Your franchise through? Like That isn't just, oh man, I caught a bad break where, you know, whatever. I, I got sick. I got injured. There was something that was completely out of my control. Not everything was out of Jaws' control this year. And again, that's not hating. Those That's just another fact. Now let's do this again. Let's do this real fast. Let's play the uh, level of panic game. We'll go rapid fire here real fast. And uh, you look at these teams that suffered a game one loss. What is the level of panic, the level of concern? We'll do a quick scale from one to ten. I'll go with the Milwaukee Bucks first and foremost. Giannis with the back contusion. They lose game one against the Miami Heat. Zero. I'm at a zero. Zero level of concern. Giannis is like Gumby. Remember when that knee injury occurred and it looked like his season was over a couple of years ago? And the next thing you know, the guy's scoring 40-plus points on the regular in the finals against the Suns. Like I thought he tore every single knee ligament on that play. And the next thing I know, he's finals MVP and a champion. And I just have zero level of concern for the Bucks. Miami isn't that good, and they just lost Tyler Hero, okay? Milwaukee's going to win that series, so zero level of concern. Level of concern for the Phoenix Suns. I'll put it out at two. I still think the Suns are the better team. The the Clippers, although they're deep, they don't have Paul George. Um, I don't look for Devin Booker to be as ordinary going forward. I don't expect stardom from Chris Paul. He, he's far from his stardom days now at the tail end of his career. But he's going to be better than he was in game one more times than not throughout this series. I just think the Suns find a way to get it done. I'm going to put it at a two. After a game one loss, I'm not that concerned. If they're down 2-1, okay. If they're down 3-1, yeah. But down 0-1, no, no, no. I don't, I don't think that's a big deal. My level of concern for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'll put it out of three, just slightly higher. They've had other injuries. Brandon Clark, Steven Adams, now John Morant, the uncertainty there. I'll put it out of three. Lakers are playing a lot better basketball since the All-Star break, but not panic mode. I don't love the, the possibility of Ja being out for game two. If you go down 0-2 and lose both home games, that, that's panic city there. But I'll put it out of three. I'm not sounding any alarms. The team that I am most concerned about level of panic for the Golden State Warriors I'm gonna put it out of five I'll put it out of five might be a little high little high because the Kings they don't play any defense and they don't have much playoff experience and that could come back to bite them but the Warriors can't win on the road and they're down 0-1 in this series you typically see them get a, a head start on the series in the Steve Kerr era they were 21 and 3 in game 1s. Now they fall to 21 and 4. They typically win game 1 and just sort of lean on you, you know? And so to be down in this series, to not have home court, to not be able to win on the road consistently. Yeah, I'm going to put it out of 5. The Kings just play an all-out assault style of offense. I loved it where Mike Brown's like 
faster, faster, quicker, faster. Let's go, 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 go. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to put it out at five for the Warriors. I was thinking of a call here. Uh, let me go out to Steve. Steve in Minnesota uh, wants to check in here. Steve, what's on your mind, man? Hey, Bri, how are you? Good, man. I, I, was, I was telling your producer there that uh, this will be the fourth time now that I've called the show. Uh, one time I talked to Ben, but uh, the other two times before this was you. I always love calling in and talking to you about a little metal. Oh, and, nice. Uh, all right. What do you have on, on your metal uh, agenda here well, tonight, Steve? I, first of all, I want to start off by saying, Eddie, welcome into the pool, man. Going to see Metallica. I didn't see that coming. How beautiful. <laughs> he saw but, him before. Uh, he, Eddie's told the story where, where was it, in Oakland, Eddie? Where you went there and the field was all muddy or something like that? Uh, it was uh, Guns N' Roses, Metallica in Oakland in the 90s. And the A's were getting ready to play a playoff game, and they covered the field because they had, you know, people were down there on the field, and the fans got underneath the tarp and started ripping the field up and throwing it. Yeah, at I each did other. hear that story before. Yeah, I was at that. I was at that concert. Uh, well, then I guess I'm remiss. Uh, well, but awesome, man. I'd love to. I love to see a show with either one of you guys, man. That'd be great. But uh, yeah, I got my. Uh, they call it uh, power trip. I've been hearing those commercials also, but we got some that we just bought tickets about two, three months ago, and it's called In the Round, and it's Metallica. They're doing two shows on a weekend, and not one set's going to have uh, the same song from Metallica in, 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 in both sets. So, I mean, it's a, it's a whole different set for both shows. And the first, the first show is uh, Pantera warming up, or the second band, and the, the second show on Sunday is uh, Five Figure Death Punch. But uh, it doesn't happen until August of 2024. That's wow. how that's how early that the pre-sale was. I gotta wait. And, I mean, how? I'm not getting any younger. I know these guys ain't getting any younger. I mean, what the heck, you know? Yeah, I but, know that's a long time to wait, man. It's it's like a well, movie where I'll see a trailer you know, and they're like, yeah, it's that's in 2025. You're like, what I mean, the I can heck? only cross my fingers for so long. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm hoping I can live to make sure I can see. I'm 54, but anyway, by the way, uh, Steve, before you go, yep, man, I got to know your favorite yep. Metallica song. What's at the top of the list for you? Oh, dude, that's like asking what? No, I I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's got to be something. What's on the short list then? We'll whittle it uh, down here. We'll do a bracket style here, like it's the NCAA I'd, I'd, tournament. I'd almost or have something. to go full albums. I'd have to go like master the whole full, full album. You know, I mean every every darn tune. I I saw him on uh, I saw the Ride the Lightning tour at First Avenue, and I was right underneath Cliff Burton with uh, six other guys, and one of us was in a wheelchair. Not me, mm-hmm. but uh, twice he opened up a bottle of Heineken and. He knew we weren't going nowhere to go to the can, get a beer, nothing, and handed it down to us. And uh, sweating, spitting, you just right, right underneath before they had the barricade or whatever out in front of the stage. But I, it, it, that's impossible. I appreciate the question, Brian. Uh-huh. But it, to be honest, I, 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 there's, I love them all for the most part. I, I love them all. You can't Hopefully love the song Escape. Stuff. Escape is terrible uh, off Ride the Lightning. It's a bad oh, song. Oh, man. It, the, the whole album. I mean, Jump in I, the I Fire is an awful song. And, I love Metallica. The first five albums, it's hard to find a, a bad song. Jump in the Fire is a terrible song. It's awful. Well, that's Kill Em All. Yep. <laughs> there are some great songs on that album, but uh, you know, I, I argue with Justin Cooper. Justin Cooper, if he were here tonight, he'd be jumping in right now and being like, you're high, I'm you're sure. crazy. Yeah, he would be. I'm but. sure. Well, I hope you enjoy right, the show brother. in 2024 there, Steve. Yeah. Huh? I hope you enjoy the show in 2024 there when it rolls well, around. I'll have finally. to call you uh, yeah, I'll, again. I got to live the. But hey, we'll, we'll talk again soon. All right, man. That sounds good. There he All is. All right, Brian. Steve. Yep. You too, man. Steve in Minnesota. There it is. Man, I didn't know they put those concerts together that far in advance. That's wild. Crazy. All right. Coming up next, who would you rather play for? Honest question. We'll do a tale of the tape. I'm Brian Noen for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. 
Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.